this is an exciting day for two reasons. One, I'm recording this in my brand new podcasting closet. I have reclaimed my office from my two-year-old and now have a dedicated space to record all the things I need to record. Two, this is the last episode of the season for the podcast. As you may be aware, I take a break from releasing episodes over the summer with kids out of school and family vacations and all of that fun stuff. Keeping up with the podcast is not possible. The podcast will return in September with new episodes, but what a great episode to go out on. Chris Ogden, one of my oldest and dearest hot tub industry friends is on today. Chris is always ready with a great story and laugh, and he's been a great friend to me and the magazine over the years. Do not let his self-deprecating comments or even that Texas drawl throw you off. He is an astute retailer about to open his third location and has great things on the horizon. Hope you enjoy. This is the Spa Retailer Podcast, where we talk retail, business, and all things related to the hot tub industry. I'm your host, Megan Kendrick, owner of Spa Retailer Magazine. Today on the Spa Retailer Podcast, I'm excited to have Chris Ogden, the general manager of Time Machine Hot Tubs in East Texas on with me today. Hi, Chris. Thanks for coming on the on the podcast. Hey, Megan. I'm excited to be here. It's about time we've known each other a long time. And, you know, you're a busy woman and, and I pretend well, to be a busy you're, guy. Uh, you're, you know. No, you are a busy guy right now, as are most hot tub retailers. But yeah, I was going to say, I think you're, I've known you maybe one of the longest of anybody in the hot tub industry. I've known you for a really long time. I think you're one of the first people that I feel like I really got to know in the, in the spa mm-hmm. industry way back in the, in the day. That was a long time ago. It was. And I think you and I really bonded at first because, you know, you majored in journalism in college and I told you I attempted to major in journalism in college. And so I've, I've always considered myself to be an amateur newspaper magazine media superstar like you've become so we've always kind of gotten along we can speak some of the same lingo and and i've always enjoyed working with you in spa retailer magazine well thank you and it's it's fun too because so i have moved to norman in the time that we've known each other which is not that far from you but you also have spent some time in norman Mm -hmm. and now (laughs) this morning my husband goes who are you talking to and i'm like chris from texas and he's like oh yeah <laughs> He's like, I got to make sure to listen to that one because I want to hear his stories because he met you at an event a couple of years ago. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, now it's it's come it's come full circle before when I first met you, I wasn't even married. Now I'm married and living in Oklahoma and have two babies. So who, who would have seen that coming? You know, not me. Yep. If you'd ask me uh, when I was a young man, would I be still in East Texas where I basically grew up and would I be selling high quality hydrotherapy machines to the public to help enrich their lives I would have said nope not me but here right. we are and you know what life's pretty good we enjoy it I'm, I'm lucky that I I get to have co-workers that have become friends my business partner he and I have been friends over 45 years now and you know and the great thing especially now and you may see her in the background my fiance is 
working here with us. And she has become a high quality hydrotherapy technician in and of her own right. And so we're one big, happy family <laughs> selling hot tubs. That's you awesome. Know. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Well, how did you how did you originally get into the hot tub ministry? I know you've told me this story before, but it's sure. probably been a few years since we talked about it. So how did you how did you end up selling spas to begin with? You know, it was purely, um, you know, circumstance, like most things. I was a manufacturer's rep for a long time. I sold uh, injection molded plastics, sheet metal stampings, circuit oh, okay. boards. I, I, I did business with companies like AT&T and Sanyo and Sharp and Federal Express and, and Halliburton. And, uh, you know, it, with that industry, it was either feast or famine. Right. Uh, yeah. After that, had an opportunity to go into the health food industry, energy drinks right at, at their advent. Did real well with that, but our company made a few mistakes along the way. So I found myself unemployed <laughs> and, you know, trying to think of anything. What are right. things I enjoy? So I sent resumes out to ice cream companies, cigar oh. companies, <laughs> beer companies, whiskey companies, golf club companies, baseball equipment, anything and sure. everything. Well, riding around in the car a lot, like I did, I would listen to the radio and, and every once in a while I would hear Rush Limbaugh talking about hot spring spas, hot spring spas. And I thought, <sighs> hey, hot tubs, that sounds pretty cool. Long right. story short, uh, Watkins Manufacturing was looking for a regional sales manager in my area. I contacted uh, Matt Teague, the national sales manager, sent him my resume. He called me back. Hey, man, we just filled that position. I love your resume. You live in Longview. Our local dealer is about to put a retail store there. Would you be interested? I'm like, I don't know. I've never worked retail in my life, but yeah. what the heck? Went boom, boom, boom. Next thing I know, I was there 16 years selling hot tubs. You know? That's amazing. And you know what's crazy is, like, is, you know, Matt's still at Hot Spring. Like that's, you know, however many years ago and everyone's still hanging out in the hot tub business. <laughs> I, every, every year at the Pool and Spa Show, I've always enjoyed seeing Steve Hammock, the president who recently retired. Right. Mike Dunn, the vice president. Who Log also Kim, recently retired. <laughs> who retired. And then I see Matt always go up and give him a hug. And I, you know, I chastise him a little bit saying, you don't want to drug me into this whole business. And, <laughs> and we laugh about it. But uh, I always enjoy seeing those guys. And it, it's, it's sad in a way to see them retiring and, and no longer part of the industry and, and all that because they help build it and grow right. it and make it successful, yeah. you know, to the point where we are today. Yeah, exactly. It's it's so true. It, it's sad, but also it's like, man, good for them. And way to go out on a high note, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like we've, I mean, you know, none of us have ever seen anything quite like the last couple of years in the hot tub industry. No, and that's true. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of bad, but there's been a lot of good, you know, and I keep, yeah. I'll tell anyone that listen, you know, of course, we have to go through the same informative speech every time somebody comes in. And they want to buy a hot tub. And we ask them, how soon are you wanting mm -hmm. one? And they'll say, well, like next week. Well, a, a few months ago, a year ago, that was, it was, you know, we'd laugh and say, well, let me tell you what's going on with the hot tub industry. Yeah. So people just seem shocked that there's not any hot tubs available or there hasn't been. Mm -hmm. And then I, I'll say, well, you know, when all of this happened, travel was restricted. Everyone thought they were going to be stuck in their home. They weren't going to Disney world. They weren't going to take a trip to Europe. They were going to stay home. So yeah. appliances, furniture, boats, RVs, bicycles, pools, and hot tubs, you know, yeah. 
those were flying off the shelves. Well, at the same time, manufacturing shut down. COVID, you know, reached out and, 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 and you know, debilitated the workforce. Then the winter storm we had in Texas, wow, oh about 70, 75% of the nation's raw plastic supply. You know, we had- Which people don't, people still don't understand that one. It, right. it just cracks me up. Like they, they like, they cannot believe that that's where most of our plastic comes from is from like this one area. And it's like, no, it really does. That's really mm-hmm. what happened. And they're just like, what? <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I think maybe if you live there, they probably have a better understanding, but it like, even up here in Norman, they're like, that can't be true. And it's like, okay. I mean, you- I've lived in Texas most of my life. It got down to seven below zero. I've never seen anything like that. And it's like so North, we- it's like North Dakota weather right there where I grew up. Oh, sure. And it lasted a week. I remember we, I mean, Penny and I were at home and we got a call from a truck driver. Hey, mister, I've got 15 hot tubs. I need to unload. And I said, sir, we have eight inches of snow in our parking lot and my forklift does not have snow tires. He said, I don't care. I got to be at a wedding in Miami for my son on, on Saturday. I mean, that's pretty, pretty important. Yep. So I said, we'll, we'll come down there and see what we can do. So we're driving through the blizzard conditions and we get down here and as fate would have it, our forklift was actually in the shop that week and we had a loaner one and it had off-road tires and no. by God, Penny and I got out there and we were whipping around and that guy jumped off the truck. We got all 15 hot tubs unloaded in about an hour and he was headed to Miami happy as can be so he can make his son's wedding so you know it's been that's, extra- ex- that's exciting but wow i mean what a what a turn of fate <laughs> you know i've always uh, i have i've always considered myself to be very fortunate very lucky nothing bad's ever really happened to me you know I, i've just I, i've had a i've had a lot of success just by i don't know pure luck during this whole process with covid I remember when it started, I couldn't sleep. Penny will testify to the fact I was a nervous wreck. She thought I was going to drop dead from a stroke. We sold one hot tub in March of 2020 and we'd been on a roll. We sold one. I thought, Oh, everything we've worked for and built up, it's just, it's, it's going away. And then boom, April sales went up 900%. People were buying hot tubs like crazy. And again, I got very lucky because my good friend Cole Taylor at Southern Leisure up in in the oh, Metroplex. Sure. Cole Cole is a Cole's going to be on the on the podcast here real soon. Well, by golly, well he gets second billing behind me because of my advanced age and experience <laughs> in this industry. So, but no, I love Cole. He and I just met right off the bat when we formed Time Machine Hot Tubs. He it, we bounce ideas off each other. You know, he's my closest neighbor. We sell the same brands for the mm-hmm. most part. Mm-hmm. I get advice from him. I give advice to him, which, you know, he probably doesn't follow and that's why he's so successful, but he did, he really, he, he pulled us out of the mire and and helped me kind of look down the road a little bit. And this goes back to what I was saying. I'm very fortunate to have friends like Cole and to have, you know, helpers that I have now. Cole asked me, he said, are you selling your floor models? And I said, like crazy people are throwing money at me. And he said, you better quit. All the manufacturers are shutting down. All the suppliers shutting down. There's not going to be any more hot tubs for months, if not years. And if you sell all your floor models, you're going to have empty showroom. I'm like, never thought about that. You know, could not see that far ahead. So we manage our inventory, work things a lot different than we ever have. And here we are. And we actually grew. We have grown and continue to grow during all this. So I'm very fortunate. I've always been lucky. Not the smartest guy 
in, in the in the room, but you know, I always feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the room because <laughs> uh, the people that, that come into my life and and help me out and advise me and support. Yeah, support well, and I think doing. well, and I think you know, I know you, you're a little self-deprecating there, but I, you know, having those people and knowing when to turn to them, I think, is its own kind of intelligence, right? Knowing where you're, knowing where you're weak, and knowing where you're strong, and saying. Hey, what do you, what do you do here? And that was the same boat that all business owners were in, right? In that time, mm-hmm. we all were. I mean, I was drinking a lot of whiskey myself that time, <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights. Of but course. you know, but you still had those people. Like you had Cole, and I had other people in the industry that I could turn to. And even if they didn't have advice, it was just like, "Hey, how's it going? How you doing? What's mm-hmm. what are you, what are you thinking about?" Like just just to be encouraging and say, you know what. I've been, you know, I have not been in business for myself for very long, but some of these mm-hmm. people have, and they're able to say, Hey, you know what? We've been here before in really tough places. And we've, the, this industry has survived, like just hang in there, do your best. You know, you can, you can do it. Just give you that encouragement to like, you know, hang in there. And then, like you said, things took off like a, I don't know, like I, I, there is not really a good analogy anymore. It was just, it's just been insane. Well, the whole world's been turned upside down for the last two years, and it's slowly but hopefully surely riding itself and, mm-hmm. and getting back on track where, you know, I don't know if it'll ever be the way it was and what we're used to, but again, it, 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 COVID's been terrible, but for our industry, it's been, if you if you did business the right way, and again, with a lot of luck, you mm-hmm. probably very, your business was probably very successful during all this. You yeah. know, we went from we sold one hot tub and I don't know if we're going to make it to boom. We had an opportunity to open a second store in Tyler, Texas. Now we're working on a third location. And that's what when my business partner and I, Clark Maloney, had started this whole concept a few years ago, we wanted, we had a certain plan to have a central location here in Longview where we are, and then to have four satellite, you know, stores. Mm-hmm. So and with this being the central hub and therefore, while it didn't look like that was going to happen, this is way pre COVID because hot tub sales were, you know, and I've been doing this since 99. And, and so I've seen it, you know, the peaks and the valleys and all that, and it's never right. been real consistent, but with people, having to stay home more and and looking for for ways to make their their home more enjoyable and not go through the hassle of screening and testing and you know to fly and to go to other countries and the wait times and everything you know the hot tubs have become very appealing that along with all everybody getting older and seeing the health benefits of it and the the benefits of being with family it's been a great thing to you know make people's lives a little better and in in the same way, you know, we're selling a lot of hot tubs. So, right. The, the, yeah. It, it, yep. Well, Go and ahead. it's interesting you need to talk about your original strategy when opening the store and, and you're right, like in 2018 and 2019, you know, post recession, we finally were back to feeling like we were, you know, in a good spot as an industry, but then it, the, you know, 2018, 2019, it was kind of, it was kind of steady. We weren't seeing like really, we were seeing growth, but it was very incremental. And so, yes. And so, yeah, I think for a lot of people, it was like, okay, what do we do now? Like, I don't think I'm going to sell any more hot tubs out of, you know, one location or this mm-hmm. location. Like, I think the only people who were seeing, you know, double digit growth at that time were people who were opening new stores. And, you know, it was a really, it was a kind of a really weird time. It was like, things were going well, but mm-hmm. we were kind of at this precipice where it's like, we sort of maybe have capped out here. And then with the pandemic, like you said, it has just opened the floodgates of people who 
won our products. And I think in a more long-term way, like, I don't think this is just going to be a one-off. I think that we'll never sell as few hot tubs as we did in 2018 and 2019 anymore. I think that is now our floor and not our ceiling, which is amazing. I agree with you. And that's what, you know, I've, I've been, uh, you know, I, I'm like anybody. I wish things would go back pre-COVID as far as everyone's health and right. the, 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 the ability to go and do and come and go as you please and all that. But yeah. I don't think we'll ever see that again or not for a long time based on information that some of people I put a lot of trust and faith and value in that are in the know. They say things are apt to get a little worse on down the road before they get better, you know, right. pandemic wise. But regardless of all that, I think you're right. I think we're, we're to a point now where people see the value that, uh, that a, a hot tub brings to their life. And just, you know, we talk about all the time, you know, how nice it is to, when we have, when we find the time or make the time to get in the hot tub and just relax, mm -hmm. how, how, how much better we feel, how much better life seems and all that. So I agree with you. I think we're kind of uh, what we've always tried and what you've been leading the for at the forefront of promoting our industry and trying to get, Hey, people look, we're here. We have great products. We have, you know, they'll make your life so much better. They'll, they'll, the, the, you, you can spend quality family time. And I think people are starting to resonate with them now because well, we've been through the COVID. Right. And, it, and it's also, you know, we started to see more and more people buy hot tubs. And so there is that like, oh, right. A hot tub. That's a great idea. And it's like, oh, they got a hot tub. Well, we should look at, you know, that, that mm -hmm. is a real thing that is happening. I've never known as many of my friends who have like, I've never seen my friends buy as many hot tubs as they have recently for as long as I've been in the industry. And maybe it's partly because like, we're finally old enough that we can afford a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> well, and really need them too. You know? Well, and that, that too. Right. But yeah, and it's, it, it's interesting because yeah, I just have seen so many people in our neighborhood. So many of my friends that I know in the area who are, who have bought hot tubs in the last couple of years. And it's just been, it's very, it's been a very interesting trend to watch in my own life. And then I've got mm -hmm. the other end where I have a doctor who is recommending to my mother to purchase a hot tub to help with her, you know, knee replacement. So it was really like, I feel like I'm seeing all of these things in real time in my own life for the first mm -hmm. time, which has just been really fascinating in its own way. <laughs> sure. Well, it is, you know, we've got, you know, it's, it's just, we have a great product and that goes back to, you and I were talking before we went on air about how did we come up with the name? time machine hot yes, tubs. you're gonna you're about to jump the you're about to jump the thing here because i haven't had a chance to ask you about how you got this business started so we heard about how you got into the industry but so we also we haven't we we went off on a tangent about covid as everybody does these days yeah well and <laughs> yeah, i know so that's i would yeah. i want to know how you guys got this business got this business started and how you came up with the name because time machine hot tubs is an unusual name and sometimes I call you hot tub time machine and it's not hot tub time machine. No, That's no. The movie. And, and, and I will say right now, live on air, I'm sure the president of the United States is going to be watching this and I will affirm that I originated this name. And what happened was this, we've been to the pool and spa show. I can't remember if it's in Vegas, New Orleans or wherever, but I'd come back and my parents were still alive. So this was 
you know, 2009, 2008, something like that. And I was I always would tell them about my trip. I'd say, hey, oh, there were so many cool things. The new hot tubs, the swim spas, the infrared saunas, the yeah. cryotherapy chambers, the hyperbaric chambers, the halo therapy, all these really cool products out there. You know, they're really neat. And I'd love to sell, you know, I wish we could bring those into the store where I worked at that time. And, and my mom made the comment, well, you know, people our age we want something that makes us look younger feel better and live longer and i made and i said yeah everybody wants a time machine don't they and we were all like yeah and i thought man time machine that's what we sell i mean these are basically time machine these products they help you look younger feel better live longer and i said to myself if i ever get a chance to have my own store i'm gonna call it time machine hot tubs another thing is uh, when i was a kid my dad bought a delorean back in the 80s and so i drove that in high school and college i actually went to the movies uh, theater and saw back to the future in the delorean so you know that's a very ta- famous time machine that's what a lot of people here still remember yeah. me by is the delorean and and all so it just all kind of tied in well lo and behold a year or so later i'm on the internet monkeying around and this pop-up comes up says hot tub time machine i said dad come it somebody already stole my deal and then i looked in and said it's a movie what what is that all about you know and i was so i was like so funny i have actually not ever seen that movie have you ever watched the movie i have never watched it i neither (laughs) i I feel like we need we need a viewing party of of hot tub time machine (laughs) you know i i DVR'd it or whatever you call it years ago and I always was going to watch it and I just never could bring myself to it because I don't know it looked kind of tacky and me being a father and and you know a little bit reserved I was like I don't know I I, I think I just that way I can tell people I've never watched it so they don't so they go. know for sure I didn't steal the name but we predate that now the company we started I believe you yeah in 2016 we finally got around the time was right and the situation and then Clark and I started this and you know here we are now. Yeah, here we are now. And, and you said, so your original plan was to have this central location and then do these kind of spokes yes, and ma'am. COVID has made that a reality. And so you said you've opened a store in Tyler and now you're mm-hmm. opening one closer to my neck of the woods in mm-hmm. in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And, and this, again, and I know I'm long-winded, but I, I like to tell the whole story. So going back to back to an article that appeared in spa retailer magazine i don't know maybe two three years ago it told the story of a a bullfrog spa dealer that was located in telluride colorado and he had a 600 square foot showroom and here i'm looking at a 5,000 square foot showroom and Mm -hmm. how's he doing this in 600 square feet but he had a 600 square foot showroom he had a storage facility to, to warehouse hot tubs and he had 20 service vans out there and all they did is operate within a 10 square mile area and he stayed busy as all get out i'm like wow that would be awesome to be in a resort place like that Mm -hmm. where almost every cabin condo whatever has a hot tub needs a hot tub well lo and behold here within a couple hours of, of where we are there is a resort area up there in the you know, the, the foothills of the mountains in Southeast Oklahoma. And over the years, we've sold several hot tubs up there to, to people that have cabins, Mm -hmm. but now they finally got the approval up there for a new uh, casino, a massive casino. And so it is booming. There are currently 2000 cabins up there. Almost every one of them has a hot tub. Now there's 3,500 more cabins in the planning stages. 
a one bedroom, one bath cabin up there is now selling for almost $700,000. One bedroom, one bath cabin. Oh my. Yeah. It's like an old West boomtown. So yeah, we're, we've been working with some local contractors, supplying them with hot tubs up there. You know, they'll do three or four hot tubs a year for the three or four cabins they're building. Now we've recently partnered with a company that is needing us to supply them with 58 hot tubs over the next three years. Yeah. That's phase one of their development. Phase two is going to be another 65. We're working with another guy that needs 40 hot tubs. Every day I'm getting contacted by people and they need hot tubs. And there's not and not real... just and not just one hot tub. They need the hot tubs for like an entire development. <laughs> exactly. You know, spaced out. Now, all of this is contingent upon, you know, of the availability of uh, building materials, you know, that's like everything else. Sure. It's been in short supply. The guy that was going to build 15 cabins last year, well, so far he's on cabin number five in that time frame. So yeah, you know, so you're the, not you're not you're not spending that uh, 40 40 hot tub money yet. You're you're just planning ahead. <laughs> exactly, we're trying to manage inventory, and you know, so much of it with with the, some of our suppliers, it's on an allotment system. So. Right. We're trying to figure out, okay, you're going to have three cabins ready in the middle of May. So we need to make sure we have the three units you want here and ready to roll. And we just, it just makes more sense to open up and keep inventory up there on hand and broken boat because there's hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of hot tubs that didn't come from us, but they're getting long in the tooth there. And there's nothing worse than if you own a cabin and you're, you've got that kind of investment and you're sea monkey hot tub you bought 10 years ago i mean all of a sudden it just gives up the ghost and disintegrates and you've got people coming in in two days right what you gonna do you can't go down to the dollar store up there in, in broken bow and find a hot tub so yeah we're, we want to be on site we want to deliver hot tubs but the main thing is there's no real service up there and there's nobody specifically taking care of hot tubs yeah so that's what we're working towards. And, 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 and that is where we see our, uh, you know, tremendous growth opportunity. Well, and you know, I can attest to how great broken boat is. We camped up there one time. Uh, it was our very first camping trip. We took our then, uh, I think nine month old baby camping for the very first time over Memorial day weekend. Mm -hmm. It was real hot and real sticky and not great. But, um, it, <laughs> sure. but it was, but it was beautiful. And then a couple of years ago, I looked like, Hey, you know what? We should rent a cabin in broken boat. But I tell you what, those cabins were not cheap. No, no. <laughs> and we ended up, we ended up not going there, but yeah, it's a beautiful area and it's excited to hear about how much it's growing. And yeah, I wasn't even aware of the, of the casino coming in there. So that's, that's a whole, that's a whole other situation. Sure. So well Yep, the, the the newspaper in Oklahoma, I guess about two months ago or so, they ran an article stating that uh, Broken Bow is going to be the next Branson, Missouri. So that's, I guess they're going to have hillbilly music shows and all that stuff. I know there's reefer joints all over the place up there. I couldn't believe it. Uh, oh, it is the wild, wild west of marijuana here in Oklahoma. I kid you not. I, I was shocked. Like I said, I grew up pretty sheltered life and I'm up there and I'm riding around broken bow and I'm like, it's pretty up here. There, that pizza place looks good. And there's Bigfoot statue and there's a miniature golf course and there's a go-kart track, but I don't get it. And so then when I was, you know, trying to find a place, to put our new store and I'm like, man, they got all these reefer places up here. And I'm like, 
Oh, I get it. All these people are driving from Dallas. It's a two-hour drive. They can drive up there, ride around the four-wheeler in their underwear, out in the woods, smoke reefer, and just go back home on Sunday night. So yeah, it's it is it is very true. It's really, I mean, unless you see it or have experienced it, I think you need to watch it come in. It's there's really been I've never seen anything like it. They passed that law, and the next thing you know. It was just, and they passed the law with basically no restrictions. They had no plans for how they were going to implement this medical marijuana law. And so then it was just been, just boomed. It's been, it's been crazy. Well, so. I can see them. They're all up there smoking their do wibbies or whatever you call them and, and sitting in the hot tub and just having a good time. And then, yeah. you know, head, head back out, uh, go back home uh, Sunday night. And there you go. But you're going to need to, you're going to need to put out a pamphlet in your new store about like, you know, marijuana and hot tub use. Here's your safety guide. <laughs> you know, I got a lot to learn because I've never been around, don't know anything about it. I call it reefer because it aggravates the kids so much. They're like, reefer, that sounds like from the 1930s. I'm like, well, there you go. So it's I'm fine. old school, but <laughs> yeah, no, no yeah, wrong but with going, that. In, in all seriousness, Broken Bow, it, it's, I, I can see the appeal of it up there. It's a beautiful lake. All the lakes here in East Texas are dirty, muddy, man-made and all that. Up there is crystal clear, water it's it's limestone cliffs the casino is supposed to be incredible you know if that's your thing so you know gotta make hay while the sun's shining and i don't i i, I can't see it being long-term you know long-term sustainable you can only build so many cabins and you can only entice so many people to Southeast right. Oklahoma, Yeah, you, you know, but, uh, drawing from the Metroplex, that's where everybody's coming from. They say 2 million people a year going up there just from DFW. So. Right. Well, and it's really smart though, to build your, to kind of build your business plan around the service aspect of it, because yes. we know those hot tub retailers in this industry who really make a great living providing, you know, VIP valet service in resort areas. I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge thing because mm -hmm. you don't live there full time. You need someone to take care of that hot tub. And exactly. And yeah. I mean, right now there's, there's no one serving that need. And so that's, I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of people in this industry that wish they had that access to those resort towns because you know, that, that recurring revenue, recurring monthly revenue is, uh, is a big deal. Yep. You're right. And that's something we've never really, you know, we've been, always been focused on selling hot tubs, delivering them and taking care of our, our customers and all that. We haven't really, you know, we take care of other people's customers because, you know, the, during COVID here in the last two years, seven of my competitors are no longer here. You know, just really? in this area, yeah. They sold all their inventory, found out it's going to be a year to two years before they get anything else. Well, what you going to do? And, you know, we were almost to that point. I was, I was like riding around looking for people giving away free puppies. I was going to bring them down here to the store and sell puppies because we didn't have hot tubs to sell. So, yeah. you know, it's desperate times. But, you know, I just think the service uh, aspect of it is something that, you know, is really in those in that kind of volume. People don't want to have to fool with water care and, and and washing filters and wiping down covers and all that. So we're yeah. going to do it and we're going to charge them for it. And most everybody I've talked to, they're more than happy to pay it. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if you're spending the money to have a, a second home or to have a cabin and, you know, to do all of that stuff, that that's just something that you 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 expect to add into your monthly cost of, of having it, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to have yes. a hot tub and you want a hot tub up there in the mountains, like that's the perfect, that's the perfect place for, for hot tubbing. Yep. You know, one thing I've, I've you know, everybody, well, most everybody comes in here, they still think 
I love it when I get a call. Yeah, I'm thinking about replacing my hot tub. It's, it's bit the dust after 20 years. I'm I'm going to spend a couple thousand dollars. I, I might go up to $3,000, you know, on eight-seater and all that. And after we quit laughing and say, listen, I'm sorry, you know, and, and just from last year to this year, the, you know, prices have gone up about 30% from everybody. And, you know, it's just uh, the prices have gone through the roof. Yeah. And, of course, these you know, people up there in Broken Bow that have a $2 million cabin, well, they want a $3,000 hot tub. And then they can't understand why their crawdaddy hot tub breaks all the time. They can't get service on it, blah, 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 and all that. So for the most part, you know, people up there that are building these cabins, they want something fairly inexpensive. Now, I've got, now we're starting to work with a couple of outfits that, they're going the opposite direction. They're building luxury cabins. They are buying $12,000 and $23,000 and $30,000 hot tubs and swim spas to put in these things. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And it's exciting. And it's nice when you get to work with people that are truly making a beautiful cabin. And some of these cabins are beautiful and, and, and they're, they're putting swim spas in there now. Um, that, that's something that, you know, you look at the cost of a swimming pool and mm -hmm. all the, the downside to taking care of those and liability and, and cost and maintenance and everything. Swim spa looks pretty good, you know, you know, in that price range and yeah. you can use them year round. And yeah, especially for a vacation covered. home, it just makes perfect, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and we just uh, acquired the territorial rights to Kavana, uh, you know, the cover lifters and all that, and that's something that makes sense up there. Yeah. If you've got a cabin and you're not there most of the time, you want that thing secured in a Kavana, that's great for up there. I see reports all the time. I'm a member of Facebook pages uh, for that 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 for broken boat and everybody's sure. talking about is anybody seeing these kids they were in our hot tub two o'clock in the morning tore a bunch of stuff right. up so yeah. you know se secured securing your 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 hot tub your swim spot that i think that's a great thing with uh, you know where cabana could really be a benefit i'm trying to plug as many different products as i can in here <laughs> no but it's great but that's i mean it's interesting too because you're you're absolutely right and i you know those are the kinds of things that we as an industry obviously need to be thinking about right we kind of I think, I hope that some of the days of us like balking at, oh, well, the Kavana, it's so expensive, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm hoping that those days are kind of gone and we're really more focused on, you know, just providing the best experience to our customers and letting them make the decision on how they want to spend their own money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it amazes me that, you know, that it gives me a heart attack because I've been doing this since 99. I remember you used to yeah. get the biggest, nicest hot tub in the world for nine, ten thousand dollars Now that'll maybe almost get you a, a two-seater. Right. You know, those, and, days, and, those days are gone. Right. And, and so, you know, it's kind of like the old saying used to be, what the world needs is a good 10-cent cigar. Well, what the world needs is a good, high-quality hot tub you can still get for five, $6,000. I don't think it's feasible. I don't think it's doable. And in spite of what people think, they're spending six, seven thousand dollars on a hot tub. Well, those are the hot tubs that a year ago were two and three thousand dollars, right. which you didn't want anyway. So yeah. trying to get that point across to people that if you're buying a hot tub today for seven thousand dollars, it's not the same quality you were getting a year or two ago. So um, you know, hot tubs are pushing, you know, the premium brands are you know pushing twenty thousand and up. 
it amazes me that people still come in here and, and buy those. I never yeah. thought, thought in my life I would sell a $25,000 hot tub with a $10,000 Kavana over it and somebody wrote me a check for $35,000 and was happy to do it. And I, I, I was just, I couldn't, I, I almost didn't want to cash that check. I just want to put it up on the wall, but I needed the money. So I did. That's what we all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's crazy times. The last two years, I don't know. It's a, uh, I've enjoyed it. It's been stressful. It's been mm -hmm. frustrating. It is frustrating. Uh, I, I always want to give our customers great value. And, and I mean, it just galls me sometimes when somebody sees a really nice hot tub and I got to tell them, well, it's $19,995 and all that. Oh, it just, I can't wrap my head around it, but we're, we're having to because our costs have gone up, gas is up, everything's right. up. I'm not telling you anything. So, you know, it's, it's the new norm and I don't think prices will ever go down. It's kind of like they've always said, once people accept their price, they get used to it. Well, I go back. Right. Well, and so let me ask you, you kind of, you brought up it being stressful. So let me ask you, that's something that I have started to hear from retailers a lot more in the last, the last couple of months is that I think, you know, we sort of expected this like crazy, like we, this craziness took off. And I think it's like, okay, we just got to kind of make it through this time, right? It's going to be insane for a little bit. We're going to, we got to mm -hmm. hold on and get through, but it kind of hasn't stopped. And so from what, what I'm hearing from a lot of retailers right now is just, you can just tell how burnt out they are. Like they're, it's great. They're having these amazing sales. They're having these great numbers, but the stress has just been immense and it's not really dissipating. And people, we haven't been able to hire as many people as we want to help with that. You know, the supply chain issues haven't resolved right. the way, as fast as we thought they would. I mean, so what do you do to kind of try to not have that burnout happen to you? Because it's, I mean, cause it's a real thing. Like everybody has been running at a hundred percent for like two years now. Mm -hmm. No. And, and that's a good point. And nobody stresses more over things than I do. I'm happy, go lucky, jolly, ha ha ha. But you know, inside I'm just like, ugh, ugh, yeah. the, the hamsters are just squirrels chasing each other in there, but it, it having good help. My service manager has been with me for four years now. Mm -hmm. He takes care of stuff. Having Penny here, my fiance, she is organized and neat and, and personable. And the customers love dealing with her. I've got some new guys we've been getting trained and they're gung-ho and they're getting after it. So we stay extremely busy. We stay extremely stressed a lot of times, but because we've had some financial success lately and mm -hmm. we've got good people in place now i don't feel like i have to be down here when we first opened i was here seven days a week sure. i got you talk about burnout that got old real quick after a few months then six days a week you know that's still you don't have time for a life outside of the mm -hmm. store you know so finally when hot tubs were in such short supply we started being closed Sunday and Monday, and that made all the world a difference. We can clean the house. We can clean the gutters. We can mow the grass. Now that I have good help, great employees that are motivated, I get to go. I'm leaving at one o'clock today to go see my ninth grader run a track meet, at, you know, down the road. Right. Before, I couldn't do that stuff, mm -hmm. and, and or I didn't feel... I didn't feel it was right. You know, was, our business was wrong. So we close early. Sometimes we put a note on the door. We're going to watch our kids play baseball or tennis or go to a track meet. 
I, and I've always said, this is hot tubs. It's not life or death. Okay. If we're, if we leave 30 minutes early to go watch our kids participate in something, I'm sorry. We didn't have your 16 ounce bottle of chlorine. We'll be open at 10 o'clock tomorrow. So you got to put things into perspective. Right. Well, well and we, you know, I think, and I love that, that you said, you know, that you, you know, as the hot tubs got in short supply, you looked at your hours and you said, you know, it doesn't make sense to be open these days anymore. And I think that I kind of wonder sometimes people who are having a really struggling with the burnout and with the stress, I kind of wondering if they're still trying to run their business in a 2019 way when mm-hmm. we're now in 2022 and like, and, and things have changed. And so, and I think, you know, you want to provide great customer service and all of that, but you know what, we're all kind of used to showing up someplace and there being a sign on the door these days that says, Hey, guess what? I mean, even the Starbucks and the McDonald's sometimes are closed at random times because they don't have enough people to keep it open. So, you know, I think we're, I think the consumer's mindset has changed. And I think we're the ones who are still holding on to this. Like we want it to be like the old days or want to run our business. Like we have for, for 20 or 30 years when you know what you can probably close for Monday and Tuesday and oh, yeah. no one's going to care. No one's going to know. And you guess again, your, your life gets a lot better. Your mental health gets a lot better. And yep. consequently your business runs a, a lot better. I think it's hard for people to see that sometimes like, you know, how your health and well-being really sometimes like translates to the business's health and well-being. Of course. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. You're always trying to find the, the proper balance between business and personal. I've always been heavy business, 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 not at the expense of my family, but tied up more so when you're given an opportunity, like, you know, my business partner gave me to start Time Machine Hot Tubs. Oh my gosh. I had a, you know, what, what have I gotten myself into? I, I did not have very good help starting out. You know, it was just people that I was constantly having to keep tabs on the accounting. I, you know, we're like, well, we don't need accounting. This is pretty simple. After the second month, I had a stack of paper that high on my desk and I called Clark. And I said, Clark, I don't know what to do with all this. You know, we better get an accountant. Yeah. We're going we gonna to be out of business for it. We haven't get in business. So, you know, having good, you know, getting good employees, getting good, uh, having a good accountant, somebody that, that, that can take care of all the stuff that you're not good at, which, you know, that, that, that was me, but you know, you, you get your, you get to the point where, uh, and again, I go back to saying, it's hot tubs. It's not life or death. You know, right. uh, it's not like we're selling medical oxygen where if we're not open, somebody's, hey, I need my, my oxygen yeah. bottle. Open the damn, they're in the track beat. Son of guns. You know, it's hot tubs. It's yeah. supposed to be relaxing and fun. We try to make it fun around here. We try to uh, take care of our customers, have a good time, but then have a life outside of it. And if you have good employees, people that you trust, to take care of the customers and your store when you're not there, it really relieves a lot of the stress. So, yeah. you know, life's good right now, you know, COVID again. And that's the last I'm going to say about COVID. Penny and I both had it twice. It put me in the hospital last I summer. I was like, COVID, COVID tried to take you out a little bit there. Oh, I, you know, I wasn't, the worst part of the whole thing was I couldn't taste anything for a week. And I like my vittles. And I was hangry, hangry for a week. I was to the point, if it if I hadn't got my taste and smell back, I was fixing to point, put on my loincloth, grab my machete, just run around and start hacking because I was so hangry. Penny back there, she still hadn't got her taste and smell back. Oh, and, no. Yep. But she's a vegan. She doesn't eat anything that tastes very good anyway. So, but it is kind of starting to wear on her a little bit because I'll be like, mm, did, the, did, did the, those Brussels sprouts? tastes good and she's like i don't know remember i can't taste smell and i'm like 
I know. I know. Yeah. When it, when it's, when you're suddenly like dependent totally on texture for the, the pleasure to get out of your food, that's not, that's not great. Nope. Nope. But no, you know, COVID, it, it, it knocked me down. Penny took care of me. You know, I was in the hospital a few days. We actually had to close the store. How long? Two weeks. We had to close the store for two weeks. That about wow. drove me crazy because I was like, yeah. oh, again, you know, we're going to go under. Da, 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 da. Shoot. I came back the first day. Somebody brought me a check for $30,000. Next day, somebody brought me a check for $25,000. i am like, I kind of like this not being at work, making money. I've always heard that's the way you do it, but right. don't, don't want to do it that way. But No, the, no, no, no. Yep. The only bad thing about that whole, well, besides almost dying and everything, but we got our first bad review ever that i've ever oh, gotten no and it was a customer that had a five-star review and he changed it to a three and it was because he couldn't get a hold of us for a couple of weeks and he didn't know how to turn his leg jets on in his new hot tub and he never heard it never heard of google i guess i guess not you know it's east texas so hey anyway so he went in and changed a five-star review to a three and said he couldn't get a hold of us. And so the next day when I got back, I said, Hey, we've been sick. Da, da, da. And we sent a guy down there to turn his jets for him. He said, see, you do this, this, this. this. Oh, okay. Well, I, great. I said, Hey, you want to change your review back? Uh, you COVID's no excuse. You should have had a plan in place to, to, you know, uh, to take care of your customers. I said, well, you know, the hot tub wasn't effective, but I guess you didn't have the wrist strength to turn those jets. So we sent a service tech two hours down there to do it. I'm glad you're happy now. I hope you enjoy your hot tub holler if you need us. But that's the one thing that just galled me because we pride ourselves on our reviews and taking care of our customers or something like that. So COVID, kiss it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. that's so, that's so frustrating. And it's amazing that like, they didn't have just an ounce of sympathy for the fact that you're a small business and, you know, we're, we're in the hospital for like however many days, like that is so frustrating. They say you can't please everybody all the time. I guess that's true now. Yeah. I've learned a, so anyway, but. well, that's something, that's something that I've been talking. That's what I've been talking to retailers about too, because, you know, for all of the, all of the sales and all of the exciting things that have come out of this for our industry, you know, I think both the manufacturers and the dealers have been in a situation where they have never disappointed so many people before. And you've had to have these really hard conversations where it's like, you know, it's going to take nine months or I'm sorry. It was three weeks when you ordered your hot tub, but now it's, it's three months. And like those kinds of conversations that we've never had to have before. And so for a lot of retailers who, who do pride themselves on their customer service and keeping their, keeping their customers happy. That's been a real hard thing to take. And it just has felt like a, felt like a beating. And I, I think it has also contributed to kind of that burnout because it's like, we're not used to dealing with angry people. We're used to making people happy and giving them what they want and making their lives better. And suddenly, you know, they're like, you took my money and I, it's been nine months and I still don't have a hot tub. What, what's going on? You know, there's been a lot of that. That's been, I think, hard for, hard for our industry to figure out how to, how to deal with. You know, and, and that was my big fear is that so many people were going to cancel orders, especially, right. you know, used to, before all this started, Hey, we don't have what you want. We'll have it here in three weeks. Oh, right. cool. Then it went to two months, four months, right. six months, eight months, nine months, 10 months. And then of course people would walk in and say, well, eh, we're going to keep shopping. I said, okay. A couple of days later, they come back. Can we still get that hot tub in nine months i said sure yeah, yeah. go ahead and order right now right yeah the guys down the road said they're two and a half years behind i said yeah i mean i wasn't yanking your chain when i told you this right you know 
I would, my big fear was that people were going to get fed up after a few months and, and cause it was getting longer and longer and longer. Fortunately, we only had one customer cancel their order during through all of that yeah. with the exception of a couple of people that got transferred out of state and we gave them their money back and all, and sold their hot tub within yeah. five minutes, you know, yeah. but, but only one customer got angry because they were having to wait. And I'd go back and remind that customer, remember you ordered the expensive hot tub, you know, in January. And then in May, you came back and changed it. You wanted to go with the cheapest hot tub. And I said, well, that's going to put you at the end of the line and all that. And you, So that's why it took almost a year to get your hot tub. And the week before it was scheduled to ship, they canceled it. I said, you know what? Here, here's your $500 deposit you put down a year ago. Here's your $500 deposit. Do you and- think that, do you think that they were really mad about, about the delivery date or do you think that their circumstances had changed and they didn't want to actually say it out loud? You know, I, it, there was so much vitriol and, mm-hmm. and anger mm-hmm. and from one of the spouses, the other spouse was like, Hey man, it's cool. Just give her $500 and, you know, I, I, I understand yep. it, yep. but I said, $500, here you go. And, and boom. Yeah. So there's, well, cause there's that's no- what I think that's what I've heard from most people, from most dealers is that they haven't seen a ton of cancellations and they want the ones they have seen have been, like you said, people who, who have had to move or transfer mm-hmm. or people who've had their circumstances change or, you know, right. whatever during, right. during that long wait period. And I think that I mean, that's, a, that's encouraging, right? Like people who have had a, you know, that their life has remained pretty steady during that time, still want that hot tub and still mm-hmm. are going to are okay waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Obviously the long lead time, you are going to have those people where, well, we, well, we got to move now or, you know, well, my wife decided to quit her job or my, you know, whatever it may be. Sure. Well, it's been, you know, when we started out, we had three manufacturers we were dealing with. Then we had to go to four and then five and then six and then now seven because wow. not any one. And we we're working with four of the six biggest suppliers in the world. I had a verge of tears meeting with arguably the biggest hot tub company in the world, the rep. And he told me, man, we're the biggest hot tub company in the world. We are doing everything we can, but we're a year and a half behind. Mm-hmm. And I said, Hey, man, I, I understand, you know, everybody's like that. Don't, you know, I, you, you guys came in and saved our company by getting us a product when we didn't have it. Right. I totally understand you, you, you can't get parts. You can't get, you can't get material and all that. It's, it's nobody's fault. So that's why we've just, you know, used to be, it used to be pretty easy to tell people about our products. I had a guy call me a couple of days ago. What type of insulation does product B use? I said, I used to know this like the back of my hand, but you know, nowadays I just take what they can send me and I have no idea. They show up with stereos and I never order a stereo on a hot tub. I don't, there's several types of insulations. I don't know if you got the Arctic insulation or you got the Acapulco insulation. I don't know right. till we look under there. So it's kind of, you know, we're, I, I used to be a certified know-it-all back in the day. Cause I sold one product and I knew it backwards, forwards, sure. upside down or whatever then yeah you know and then now 
I'm selling seven brands and I'm like, duh, who's yeah. the rep for that brand? And who's it? And, and all, you know, it's, it's been crazy. Do you, you think, know? do you think that you'll go back to, do you think at some point you'll go back to selling fewer, fewer brands and fewer lines? Or do you think that this is kind of the way it's the way it's going to be for a while is that you want to, you don't want to have kind of all your eggs in, in one basket as much as you love those brands. I mean, I think that's the thing that's been really interesting too, is like, you've seen these relationships change because you know, you love that brand. They've been great to you, but you still need more hot tubs and it's just the way it is. And if someone else can get you more hot tubs, you kind of feel like you gotta, you gotta take them because you have people who want them. Well, and that's a, that's an interesting point because you're like, thanks a lot, Megan, way to put me on the spot. No, I do. I love all these guys. That's why we brought them in and work with them. Right. But how some manufacturers have handled this better than others. I don't know how i don't ask i'm just like thank you for getting me hot tubs some of them have had a tough time as much as i love something am i really a dealer for a certain brand if i only got two units the whole year if they supplied me with two units the whole year am i really a dealer i don't even know how to operate it's been so long since i've had one in here i people that have one call and say hey what does this button do i'm like I don't remember. It's been a year and a half since I've had one of those in here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So am I really a dealer if this company only gets me two a year, even though I was promised a certain number, I know things go wrong, right. but yeah. if only two actually show up and they were from the year before, if another company can only get me six hot tubs a year, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't keep the lights on with eight hot tubs a year. No, yeah. that's why I was going to sell puppies and kittens and I might even, I don't know, have to open it. It was another, food. another big pandemic purchase, puppies and puppies and kittens and pets. I guess, but no, in all seriousness, um, things are loose, have loosened up. One of my suppliers did the smart thing. They put us on an allotment system, all the dealers. So some months I could get two, some months, four, six, eight. Now it's loosened up enough. I can get 34 months starting in July. Oh, so, that's exciting. Well, and that's a that's another added benefit of opening a third store. So sure. that's going to make a big difference right there. So that's where the the you know, we had to grow in order to survive and to entice these big manufacturers to want to do business with us. You know, they had one one company had a dealer die. Um, you know, some of them went out of business, some of them retired. Mm-hmm. And so there all of a sudden we had our hey well we can get you six hot tubs a month we can get you five a month hey my dealer went out of business i got seven hot tubs you want them yep send them our way so yeah well and that's interesting you know you talked about people going out of business and it's something that it's something that we've talked about kind of a fear right but i haven't heard too much about yet and i think it's maybe just people aren't going to tell me that information right right sure <laughs> but you know but yeah like if you didn't get kind of a steady, but if you didn't find a way to get a steady stream of hot tubs coming in at some point, like mm-hmm. you run out of cash, like mm-hmm. you could be selling as many hot tubs as you want, but if you aren't, you're not delivering them, like mm-hmm. you're not making money. And so there has been this fear of mine that like, we're going to get to that point where people are like, I'm out of hot tubs and I don't have any cash left. So yeah, it sounds like that maybe has been happening for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when, when you sell all your product that you have available, Right. And you're used to being able to get something in a matter of weeks. And all of a sudden you're told a year to two, we heard on some brands, two and a half year lead time, you know, right. what you going to do, you're going to sell puppies. You're going to open a kissing booth out on the side of the road. 
kiss people for a dollar. I, I was almost yeah. to that point, you know, I was going to put my fancy hair on and all. No, uh, <laughs> it, it's just, you know, it's been extraordinary times. And again, I go back to saying I've always been very lucky. I, I, you just take the good with the bad. You try to make the, the most of it. And here we are. And, you know, I've got six hot tubs coming in tomorrow that have been pre-sold from several months ago, last year, you know, in fact. And we've got about close to over a quarter million dollars floating around out there that people owe us, you know, yeah. to come in. So that that's nice to, you know, when I look in the bank account, I'm like, where is it? Oh, yeah, these turkeys owe us about $350,000. Woo, we got that coming in. So and as the hot tubs come in faster and faster and faster, right. that money will turn around and get put back in and all that. So, you know, I, again, I, it, it's been a very challenging but a very profitable two years for us and yeah. so we're looking to grow and getting the right people in place you know we're here in this area we've always had about this much of the pie now it's here now it's it's coming out to here mm -hmm. and me and jared and penny have been trying to maintain this whole pie and take care of our customers but now we got matt and jake on board to help and adam and so we're having to grow because i can't eat the whole pie and Jared can't and Penny, she's vegan. She don't eat pie. So now there's more pie, but there's everybody's getting full. So, so let me ask you, are you, uh, are you planning on buying a, buying a little cabin up in Broken Bow to go spend some time in now? I hope to provide such excellent service to all of my customers up there that they will say, Chris, by golly, you've done such a great job. Why don't you go have a weekend on us? Why don't there you, you go. You know, hey, there you go. I, hey, it pays. It pays to know people, right? Like, it's good to have the friends that have the vacation homes. <laughs> I bring you a five-pound bottle of chlorine for a week in your cabin. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, it's That's probably amazing. about the same value. But no, we. You <laughs> it know, is these days. <laughs> I know. I'll bring you this chlorine. You let me stay in your cabin for a month. Here you go. But no, we. Uh, I, and again, and I, I just, I don't get it. I can't see it. Last and I think in a few years, there's going to be some real nice cabins available up there if anybody wants, but hopefully not. I hope it's the next Beverly Hills up there, whatever. <laughs> hey, we're, we'll, we'll find out, right? Yeah, you bet. So, uh, so are we end all of our interviews with the spa retailer five. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. I've got five final questions for you. Oh, okay. You bet. All right. Are they, are they in English? They are. They are okay. in English and oui. hopefully they won't be, they shouldn't be too tough. So and they do don't involve have... arithmetic, right? No, oh no, no, okay. not on the spa retailer podcast. Are you kidding? All right. All right. Yeah. Fire on me. Fire away. Do you remember the very first hot tub that you sold? I do. And I remember who it was too. It Perfect. was a, it was a, it was 1999. We were participating in a boat show and Dr. Gary Mapes came by and he, he was a dentist here in town. And he said, if I buy this hot tub and I move in six months, will you move it for me? I said, yes, sir. He said, okay, I'm going to hold you to your word. And he bought it. And a few months later, he moved and we moved it for him. And since then, he's bought, since 99, he's bought one, two, three, four more hot tubs from me. I even oh got, my. Him, I got him to shoot a video testimonial for me one time. And he said, and I asked Chris. If I, if I need my hot tub move, he said he'd do it. You know what? He did. And that's why I'm back here buying another hot tub. So yep. there you go. There you go. All See, right. that yep. is a, that's a true salesperson right there. When you can name that first customer and first product, that's yep. Mm -hmm. 
So what was your, what was your first real job? My first real job. Real job. I started when I was 10 years old. I actually worked for my father's business. He had bought out a division of the machine shop in Dallas where he worked and he brought it home. And at the tender age of 10 and my little brother, even younger at eight, I'm sure we violated all kind of child minor workforce laws. But no, not, when it, not when it's a family business. That doesn't count. But I was in 1976, 77, I was making $5 an hour soldering wires and testing uh, lighting products and putting together light bars for police cars i could buy all the star wars action figures i wanted and my friends couldn't even get a t-shirt <laughs> um that's then, amazing as a teenager my dad's business grew and i would bring my friends including my business partner clark during the oh, summer really? during the summer we worked for my dad monday through thursday and then friday he had to make a delivery up to fort worth and he would drop us off at six flags and and wet and wild and ranger baseball games and we had plenty of spending money because we were making eight dollars an hour back then and That's those were great. good times so that was my first job you know that i i really at 10 years old i started working that's pretty awesome um i love that i love that you had your your spending cash to buy to buy figurines <laughs> Oh, that's like, I I mean, those were the days, right? Where that was all you wanted was the the new, you know, return of the Jedi. (laughs) 1977, I bought an original Darth Vader Hollywood mask for $60 at, at Toy City up in Dallas. And I still wear that to this day when I get my fat head in. I got to, some days my head's bigger than others, but. Yeah. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say that like you turned around and it's now sold it for like $15,000 or something. No, 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 no. I, I don't, I, nope, <laughs> nope. But no, it's a, uh, you know, it's good times. But yes, that was my first job working for K-Tronics. I love it. Named after my mama. <laughs> so what, what is the worst idea or product or biggest flop that you've ever had in your, in your business, something that you were like, this is really going to do it for us. And then it just did not go the way you expected. Uh, you know, um, I can't really say I, I can think of, I think I can think of one for you. What's that? I remember one time you told me about going to going to like a an elderly person kind oh, of oh, oh, okay. Uh, show. Oh, okay, all right. No, I know what you're talking about. Yes, this is so how well got, this is how well Chris and I know each other is that I know yeah. his, I know his biggest flop and he can't remember. I was it. thinking <laughs> of a I was thinking of a product, but no, you're talking about like any kind of experience. It can be an, anything, okay. anything that you tried that just did so, not just did not oh, pan out. No, so somebody said, "Hey, out it." The convention center in Longview, they're having a senior expo. And I said, what is that? It's going to be products geared towards elderly people. And they've got a lot of money to spend. And they need, I said, man, we're going to take a couple of hot tubs out there. And everybody's going to be wanting one. So I'm sitting there. I even wore a suit and tie because I want to look. Oh, that was, that was smart. That was, that was a good choice probably for that audience. So here come the nursing home buses and people are shuffling off there with their walkers and their canes and they're going by my booth and they're the like nursing home buses oh, well they yeah they're, they can't and, put it up hot tub in a nursing home well i didn't know that so they're going by and they're shaking their cane at me and they're i i hate those i hate those and i said you hate hot tubs and they said yeah 
I fell and broke my hip in one. I hate those infernal contraptions. I'm like, okay, well, and then the, here comes a little lady and she's like, those things terrify me. What if I were to get stuck in there and couldn't get out? Oh, it would be awful. And I'm like, just person after person waving their cane at me and cussing at those infernal contraptions and all that. And I'm like, after about two hours, I called my assistant who's back in the store. I said, we're swapping place. You come out here and work with these, these old people. And I'm going back to the, to the store. I, You're tired, I started, of get, tired of getting yelled at. I started telling people there, those things are dangerous. I said, why don't you go over there to the funeral home booth and go sign up over there? You know, gosh, almighty. I, I was so aggravated. I, I just couldn't. And I said, so next year they called, Hey, you want to do the senior expo again? I said, click. Nope. Not for me. So that you're oh exactly goodness. right. I, I've tried to repress that memory and here it has, you have brought it back now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to, uh, I'm sorry to bring back one of your, <laughs> one of no, your worst memories. Senior, <laughs> anybody who's listening in the hot tub industry, you want to do a senior expo, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Cause that ain't the way to go. Anyway. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Yep. Well, so do you have, do you have on the flip side, do you have what maybe was one of your, your best ideas or, or biggest game changers for your company? Something where it actually did work out as you intended or even better as you intended? You know, there for a while where I used to work, we started having VIP nights, which is nothing original, nothing new, but we would partner with the local winery. We'd bring in cases of wine, we'd partner with the cigar company. We'd have a cigar bar, uh, barbecue, um, a DJ, we would just have a big party. And I know a lot of people are like, Oh yeah. You know, what you do is you get people to bring their friends in and then you try to get them over there and sell them a hot tub. And I'm like, don't, you know, gosh and mighty. That's what timeshare salesmen and people do. Don't do that. Have a party, tell people to bring their friends and yeah, nobody's going to come up there that night and buy a hot tub, but They'll know where to, when they do get ready to buy a hot tub, they'll come up there. So we did that in 2005 and that was great. So about 11 o'clock, a bunch of people got drunk, got naked out there and we had to, we had to shut it down. Same thing happened in 07, <laughs> you know, then uh, people sleeping in the parking lot in their minivans and stuff. And then I don't know. So, so you uh, guys threw a party. Oh yeah. Uh, it, was mean, a, we, it was a party party. It was. And, and you know, we were trying to keep it clean and wholesome, but alcohol and 11 o'clock PM. And I guess that's the witching hour in the hot. You, you needed to hand out like drink tickets to just to check people, make sure they, make sure they didn't go a little, didn't go too crazy. <laughs> I was, I was handing out slop buckets for people to, uh, up chuck in. I was like, you know, we got some really interesting photos from that. I, but no. Uh, oh, so, so really, it just started your blackmail business is what you're saying. <laughs> you know, I, we decided to hear uh, Penny wanted to do it. She never uh, in December, we did a customer appreciation night. Sure. And it turned out great. We, we didn't have big turnout because it's our first one. We had 60 people and we had that's fun. A, I feel like that's a decent turnout. Everybody that came had a good. Well, back in the day, you know, we'd have 150, 200 people show up. But, you know. You know, this was kind of a last minute deal. And we, we, we had a good time. We, and so everybody's like, Oh, I can't wait till next year and all that. So we'll keep growing that, that, uh, and doing offsite events back in the day, we would do the, the alley fest, the balloon race, you know, you know, f different festivals. And we would set up hot tubs and people would come and hang out now with, 
you know, COVID, I doubt anybody yeah. wants to hop in the hot tub together and, and all that. Like back in the day, but those were fun times. You got a lot of exposure, had a lot of fun, got out of the house, sit in the hot tub, drink beer, smoke cigars, and listen to music all weekend. Those were yeah. good times. Yeah, so, for sure. Yep. So do you have, this is your last one. Do you have a favorite book or podcast or television show that you kind of find yourself always, always turning to? What do you, what do you watch or listen to or read to entertain yourself? Tarzan of the Apes by Edgar Rice Burroughs. That's my go-to book. Really? Tarzan. I don't how many know. Times, how many times do you think you've read it? Probably a dozen times. That's I just amazing. Uh, about a month ago, I read it. I, I'm an avid reader. And, and I will say this. I've always been a big reader. When the iPad came out in 2010, and I heard what it was, the iPad. I was like, right. what is this? So I investigated it. I thought, that would be the greatest sales tool ever. So when I got one the day they came out, and I experimented for a couple of weeks and all the things you could do in the showroom. And I actually shot a video and sent it to Watkins Manufacturing at the headquarters. And I got a call from Scott Iverson, uh, the national sales trainer. And he said, this is awesome. Do you mind if we share this video? And they, I said, no, they sent it to their 800 dealers all around yeah. the world. I would get phone calls. Hey, mate, was this, are you the iPad guy? And I'm like, Sure, Governor. What can I help you? Can you teach us how to use the iPad? I'm like, well, sure. So I was the iPad guy in about You were. I remember that. I remember that time. You were the iPad guy. I was the iPad guy. So I yeah. kind of helped. I'm pretty sure up. we wrote it. I'm pretty sure we wrote a story or, or two about that. I think we we may have, but that that was fun stuff. But anyway, the iPad to me is the greatest consumer device ever invented. And I love it because I can download and read books and all that. So that's what I do at night. I can't sleep or I'll read one of my Tarzan books or I'll read, you know, some stuff along those lines, you know, it's kind of, kind of, you know, it's fiction, but it could have happened. Little baby could have been raised by apes and now he can, he can do all this cool. He can swing through the jungle and fight lions. I am am all about the (laughs) fiction books to, to chill out at the end of the day. I'm with, I'm with you on that one. I know that like, I know a lot of people who do, you know, reading for self-improvement and improving their business. And I do a little bit of that, but let's be real at the end of the day, like I need something mm. to, I can turn my brain off. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on the reading, reading of the fiction. <laughs> I love Tarzan, the original, because, you know, here's somebody born in the jungle and raised by animals. And yet all he wants to do is protect people and take care of his loved ones. And he'll fight lions and, 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 and pirates and, uh, you know, all kind of unsavory yeah. characters. And, and, and that's kind of how I look myself. I'm, I'm fighting off sales reps all the time. <laughs> We've got this new product that'll clean your pipes. Oh, okay. You know, so I, uh, I, I, there were some tigers in my dream last night that were after us. I don't know. So maybe, I need to, maybe I need to do some Tarzan reading. <laughs> there you go. So, but no, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. I don't watch TV. I, I, I really do. I, I, I read. So there you go. Well, thank you for being on the Spa Resort podcast. I appreciate it. I'm so glad we finally had a chance to sit down, sit down and do this. So, um, so yeah, it was good to, it was good to see you and good to have you have you on the podcast, Chris. Hey, Megan, again, I, I cannot, I was thinking about that again in the shower 
this morning, you know, like how much you do for the industry and how proud I am for you. Cause you took, oh, thank was, you. was it David Wood that started mm -hmm. David? Uh, okay. You know, I remember you uh, apprenticed, assisted him. Whatever. The next thing I know you're in charge and you're running with it and you've grown it and it's an awesome magazine. I mean, everything about it. And, and this is my first podcast. So I don't know if, can you see me? I don't, hello anyway. So <laughs> if, uh, you know, I love doing this. I've always told you anytime you need a quip or a comment or an opinion, call me and I, I would love to help you out in any way I can, but you do a great job. You're a wonderful ambassador for the whole industry. And thanks to you, you know, you, I feel like you've helped make this business pretty legitimate compared to where we came from, you know, 20 years ago. So well, that's, keep doing that's, what nice you do. you, that's nice of you to say that, but um, I appreciate that. Thank you for the, thank you for the, the kind words and thank you for being on the podcast. And I will let you get back to your, your busy day. I saw Penny stuck her head in a minute ago. I think she's looking for you. Okay. All right. Hey, <laughs> Megan, take care. Call her if you need me. All right. Thanks, Chris. The Spa Retailer Podcast is a production of Spa Retailer Magazine. Let us know what you think by leaving a review or emailing us at podcast at spa Thanks for listening.